The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Contact our rural sales advisors today. Collier'sRural.co.nz We're talking common sense from the uh, the rugby union here this morning with Gregor Paul uh, out of uh, the New Zealand Herald. Morning, Gregor. Morning. It's beginning to look uh, as though, you know, the world rugby are going to adapt those experimental red card laws for the World Cup. Well, look, we don't know that, but we're beginning to think that there's been a wee yeah. bit of noise because, you know, World Rugby don't just open up and tell you what they're going to do. <laughs> it's kind of smoke signals and dropped hints here and there. But, look, I think everyone has been aware that the uh, experiment here in the Super Rugby has been interesting. It's probably worked quite well. It's taken a lot of pressure off the referees in terms of having to make instant decisions that are going to have a huge impact on the game. So they're putting all that back on the, the, the TMO to determine whether, you know, if there's a if there's a head injury uh, or head clash to, to look at whether it's foul play, accidental, mitigating circumstances, the million things that they have to do. And um, look, I think there was a game at the Six Nations where England and Ireland, England had a player sent off for an accidental collision. And I think that's changed a few minds over on that part of the world because it ruined the game and the guy should never have been sent off but under the rules he had to be. So I think that's what's turned a few opinions up there. The, the the aim of the game really is to make the game safer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And look, that's, look, that's where we run into issues where the carding player... Look, there's no fault here with the intent, absolutely not. And it's right to, to basically say, look, if we have guys tackling... Uh, to the point where they're smashing into other people's heads. That's a red card. You can't do that. But there are incidents, clearly, where sometimes you just get two big men running at speed. There's a million things happening. Somebody changes direction really quickly. They get tipped up by someone else on the way. And whack, you've got two guys that have clashed heads. And is that someone's fault? Is that just an inevitability of playing a collision sport and guys can't move out of the way? So we've got to be able to have... uh, a system that differentiates. So when you're trying to make the sport safer, you have to realise you can't make it zero uh, head collision. There will no. be incidents where that happens, and there is a risk factor to playing this game. But I think most people who play it accept that. You've got to you've got to rule out the idiocy and the and the and the stupidity and the reckless stuff. Absolutely, but it does need to be uh, an ability to allow that to happen without it ruining the contest. And without people saying, oh, well, you're not making the game safer. You've got to still be able to play the game. Maybe. I mean, and you've written about it in your column, you know, reducing the number of games. Would that help? Well, there's a common sense theme here, isn't there? I mean, if you, yeah. where, where, where do players suffer head injuries? Well, while they're playing and while they're training. I mean, they don't suffer them in the shower and they don't suffer them on, you know, in the, in the supermarket. So, I mean, I'm not being facetious. I'm just being honest. Uh, okay. And so there you go. So, you know, if they played less, would that reduce the number of incidents, uh, the, the, the volume of rugby that they play would therefore probably see the total volume of head knocks coming down. But there would be additional benefits to that as well. So... Uh, you'd be playing with guys who are fresher, fitter. They'd, they'd get a longer off-season to prepare. I mean, I'm sure that some of these uh, collisions that we see sometimes, a little bit of it's caused by fatigue, I would imagine. You've got a guy who's tired. He can't, he can't bend his legs. He, you know, he's lazy on the tackle, so he's too high. He clunks someone. But if he's, had a, you know, if he's fitter and he's better prepared and he's got better technique, 
do we see some of these incidents uh, no longer happen? Probably. That's not scientific, though. That's just me riffing here and imagining that would be the case. But if you play less rugby, it's not just head injuries either. It's all injuries. Fresher athletes, uh, less content but higher quality. I think everyone's winning in that scenario, aren't they? Um, well, yeah, but less rugby means less money, doesn't it? I mean, and, and there are clubs, as you've written in your article, a couple of premiership clubs in, in the UK, they're um, out of business, so to speak, Welsh Rugby Union, drowning in debt. So, you know, you cut back the number of games, it's less money. Well, I, I, I'm not convinced by that argument because they've, they've crammed rugby into every possible weekend that they can, mm. and it's broken financially. That hasn't worked. So the, the argument of saying, oh, well, if we play less rugby, we'll be in financial trouble. We'll go, well, you're in massive financial trouble as it is anyway. So that system hasn't worked. There's a view, there's a, there's a feeling that I have. Let's take super rugby. If we cut that down, instead of having, um, the sort of, we play a round robin and then three random added on games to turn a round robin into something that's not with 14 games before the playoffs, we'll just get rid of those three games. Uh, and I think that would add to the value of the competition because I think it would um, it would create higher quality contests. It would put everyone on a nice edge about whether they're going to make the playoffs. I think fan interest would be much higher. We probably wouldn't have to run this sort of all-black cotton rule program where they're not allowed to play You know, every third week or whatever the stupid rule is that they're not allowed to play. And, and I think actually having less higher quality content would be uh, available to or able to be sold to broadcasters, sponsors for a higher fee for the one that we have. You would have lower costs to run those competitions. Uh, and I think that you'd find in the long run, less is more. And financially, people will be better off in the end. Gregor Paul for the World Rugby Council. I think we should have you on the uh, on the union in the UK, Gregor. Hey, great to chat, mate. And it does make a lot of common sense. Thanks so much. Thank you. Cheers. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.